This is the Websites.ca podcast, where we help Canadian small businesses build and maintain an effective website and online presence. Hey, everybody. Uh, Sean Corbett here, Websites.ca Marketing. And Ryan Demeray with Websites.ca Sales. Today, Ryan and I just wanted to bring to your attention two simple sort of third-party add-ons, uh, free apps, that type of thing that you could use, not just not just with your website, but sort of to integrate into your whole online business game uh, just to make your life a little bit easier. So perhaps if you haven't heard of one or both of these, then there'll be a new free tool for you to try out once you get through this podcast. Absolutely, Sean. You said the magic word, free. <laughs> Who doesn't love free? Um, we work with with small businesses and entrepreneurs across Canada that that typically have very limited uh, marketing budgets, and so when I can present them options that are low cost or better yet no cost, uh, people usually jump at those uh, those options. So I'll I'll dive right into the uh, my recommendation here for this podcast. Uh, it's a provider called Calendly. And what Calendly offers is an online booking integration. Uh, and what's amazing about their offering is it's $0 to try. So I've worked with some customers um, that use this right now at the $0 level, and it does everything that they need it to do. Uh, but I've also worked with some customers where it doesn't do everything they need it to do. So they needed to upgrade to a paid plan. But that's what's great about this Calendly system. It's free to try out, free to use for the average small business just doing single bookings with one time length. You can do that very simply and easily, integrate it with your, uh, your calendar, your schedule. It's uh, pretty slick. And of course, embed it on your website so that people that are on your website can go and actually choose a, a date and a time to book a call or book a meeting with you. Yep. It could be uh, as well, very good for appointments, you know, if you're doctor, dentist, lawyer, that kind of thing. Um, and then, yeah, we actually use it in-house, don't we, Ryan, just to, in case somebody wants to schedule, say, a, a follow-up call, review call, or even a sales call with us. I'm glad you bring that up because, yes, we've been using Calendly now for, geez, a few years at least. So we can personally say that we've used it. We're familiar with the system. It's pretty slick, um, has all the integrations that you would want out of it. And as I said, if even if you reach the ceiling, they do have paid plans to expand their, their offerings and their options. Um, yeah, I can't really speak uh, more, more highly about it. Um, what, if, if you're not ready for actually booking calls with customers, another thing that we can do on a website is a, like a booking request form where it's a little less formal, people are actually requesting a booking that you would then get back to them on. But what Calendly is great at is actually, you if you want to open your calendar and, and fill your calendar spots, you can open it up with Calendly and people can slot themselves into your schedule. Yeah, it's, uh, it's fairly flexible. Even the free plan, I can, I can definitely attest to that. And like Ryan said, you can embed it on your website, of course. Um, and it doesn't have to be super official either, right? So mm -hmm. it doesn't necessarily have to be used with with actually, you know, if, if you're a restaurant, it doesn't have to be used as a reservation system, although it probably could be. Um, there's, there's, you know, more industry specific solutions for that. But, uh, you know, just out of the box, maybe in five minutes, 
if especially if you're a startup business like Ryan said, trying to save on costs, you can set up this this uh, Calendly app, and then even if you're using another calendar, right? If you don't want to use the app just as your sole scheduling calendar, uh, you could have like for instance, in my case, I have uh, I, I use Google all the Google apps, and so I have a Google calendar. Some people have their you know their um, Apple calendars on their phone or what have you, but it, it integrates with all that. So it'll actually block off a spot in your calendar. If somebody takes it that way, you're not double booking all that kind of fun stuff. And it makes it really super simple. You could just send it as a link, even in emails. So it doesn't even have to be official and public. Exactly. And just one more thing I wanted to add on to that is I love the way that it, it synchronizes with your calendar if you have one already. So I as well use a Google calendar as my primary work uh, calendar. And if I have a booking already tomorrow at 2.30 that I inputted manually, Calendly knows that and it'll automatically block that off of my day tomorrow. So it's not like it's a separate calendar that you have to integrate with um, with your current calendar if you use one. They, they, they talk to each other. Um, and very simple to, you know, if you're taking time off, vacation time, you can log into Calendly directly and book days, book weeks off so that people can't book uh, um, those specific times. So it's a, it's a pretty slick, uh, slick feature that I recommend to, to clients all the time. Yeah, for sure. If you guys want to check it out yourselves and you know, we don't have any affiliation with them, unfortunately, we're not getting paid to talk about it. Not but, yet. Uh, not yet. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, you can look it up online at C-A-L-E-N-D-L-Y.com. That's it. Uh, so I wanted to mention also one of my favorite types of tools, which is uh, it's sort of apps that integrate other third-party apps. So maybe the most popular one of these that people may have heard of before is called Zapier. Um, I'm not going to talk about Zapier today, but basically just the gist of it is, you know, if you want to, it's very similar to like what Ryan's saying, oh, you, you have a Google calendar and you want to connect it to this other booking system, right? So Calendly is, allowed, is able to is to able to connect to your Google Calendar. Well, what these apps that connect other apps do is that place, you know, an app like Zapier is going to connect your Google Calendar to something else, any other app you might need to use. Um, so I guess you know one of the one of the most common things to do is if somebody signs up on a form, Zapier could also send that you know from your website. Zapier could send that form information to your CRM, let's say. Right. So a lot of businesses that are starting off, they don't have the thousand dollar a month, super robust CRMs. So they have to do more things manually, right? Take a call, take a booking. Okay. That, then I got to add into the CRM, whatever. Um, so you can cut down on some of that by using an app like Zapier, but I'm going to skip by Zapier. I'm just using it as an example, because that's the most common one. There's another application that I found that connects different things. It's called Skyvia, S-K-Y-V-I-A. And the way they pitch themselves basically is a universal cloud data platform that does data integration, backups, managements, and connectivity. So they can, you know, uh, connect things like Dropbox, HubSpot, MailChimp, uh, different Amazon things, Freshdesk, all that kind of stuff. So if you if you use any sort of uh, software like that. And I'll explain, you know, why, why I came across this Skyvia is I run the, um, the email marketing for a lot of different companies. Now, one of the things that I was always getting requested that, uh, you know, can you do, can you do backups of our list and our data? Because what happens if we get kicked off the platform or something goes wrong, or, you know, we just, we just want uh, our list of contacts is so valuable. We want to make sure we're saving it. 
And, uh, and of course, when you're running email marketing campaigns all the time, like these companies are, then you're also list building all the time, right? Mm -hmm. So the contacts you had last week have grown this week. And those, you know, everybody knows those are valuable contacts that are worth money to a business. And so originally I, I sort of thought, well, it's, it's kind of an over-engineered request, right? Because if you have somebody managing, say, your MailChimp account like me, well, I could just go in and I could download the list, you know, when I'm in there once or twice a month. But everybody likes automatic and like Ryan put it out, everybody certainly likes free. Mm -hmm. So we thought we'd take that task off the table and automate it. And that is what uh, Skyvia did for me. And again, I didn't have to pay a cent. It took maybe, maybe five, 10 minutes of setup. I connected uh, the MailChimp accounts of my clients to their Google drives. And now, and, I, and you can pick like daily, weekly, monthly. So uh, we were doing daily for a little while, but that was ballooning up rather fast. But so I, now I put uh, every week, I, I have the list downloaded automatically and uploaded to my Google drive. Now, just to clarify, there's a manual part of this because your Google drive is going to be obviously being filled with these files that are put in there every week, right? So you still have to go in every now and again and delete the older list files. Mm -hmm. But uh, it's a pretty slick way. That's just one of the many things it can do. It's a very slick way uh, to do that. Very slick, Sean. And just quick question, because you've used it before. What these, these platforms out of the box don't talk to each other, right? Like if you're using MailChimp, there is no, you know, daily export to G Suite or to Google Docs, or, um, you know, if you're using a, another program like Dropbox and you want it to talk to MailChimp, if I understand correctly, out of the box, these, these programs aren't meant to communicate with each other, but that's what a, a system like Skyvia can do is make them talk to each other and do what you want them to do. Is that right? Am I getting it? Yeah, basically. And that's kind of funny is that I've worked with MailChimp for a long time. I've, I've never known a way for it to do that for you. Right. Um, however, maybe on a, on a you know, higher level plan, maybe they do offer some options. But one of the themes, of course, of what we're talking about is it's, you know, it's got to also be free if we're going to offer it right now on this podcast as a tool. That's right. And, and so, yeah, that's, and, but you hit the nail on the head exactly is that, um, what a lot of people have to understand about software and applications and all these services is that they always start off very focused on one thing and they do that one thing really, really well. And then they get if they get enough user base and they survive, right? Like uh, I'm sure that there's been a billion calendar booking apps that just died out, right? Yep. Calendly survived and, and thrived and it grew and people started using it. But as your user base grows, I'm sure you guys have noticed this with any tool that you use suddenly you start thinking you're clever and you go, oh, well, I really like this tool, but I wish it could do just this one extra thing so that I could throw this other tool away. And oh, you know what, actually, maybe I could add all these different feature requests. And sometimes, unfortunately, companies listen to these feature requests and they end up bloating out their software which, and then very crappily done too, right? Because it's out of scope, it's out of their vision. Yep. So what we liked when we're recommending tools, like Ryan's pointing out, is rather than get you thinking there's got to be one special tool that does everything that I need and also specifically and exactly for my industry, which is really expensive and rare, what you can do instead is find these individual tools that are awesome and then use a connector app like Zapier, like Skyvia to, to let them talk to each other as you put it, Ryan. Awesome. That that clarifies that completely and, and really cool too because a lot of... A lot of people that are laymen to um, 
to the tech world may think, ah, oh, well, they're they're programs in computers. They should talk to each other, but it's really not that uh, not that simple. Programs are created without that in mind, usually, right? They're they're created to solve a problem internally in its own uh, environment. It's not they're not thinking about how you know Mailchimp's newsletters connect to. Google Drive or connect to your CRM like Salesforce or, or Capsule, you know, so um, those con these connector tools are uh, are pretty cool. I'd say from my experience, they're underutilized in the small business world, but they can definitely, you know, Sean's example is awesome. It could save you a bunch of time. Without this tool, Sean might be manually going in and, you know, making a backup of this list once a week or once a month, whatever his frequency is. But by spending a little bit of time researching and implementing this, you know, 10, 10, 15 minutes of sign up, set up the, uh, uh, set up this function. Now it does it automatically. And all he has to do is make a uh, double check. Oh yeah, there they are. And, you know, as he said, purge out uh, some of the older backups as, uh, as the backup folder grows and grows. Right. Yeah. And if you're doing, if you're a contractor like I am, it always looks like magic to people. That, oh, wow, that's just automatically coming in. That's super cool. So it's right. kind of impressive to people as well. Absolutely. But we're, yeah, we're talking obviously to small business owners. So you guys will probably be setting this up yourselves. But yeah. it is very slick. And and yeah, for sure, if you can, I mean, we would urge like, so we're sort of talking ahead of people here. If you don't even have a CRM right now, and you're kind of managing contacts the old school way, I don't know, scrubbing them down on napkins or remembering them or keeping them on your phone or what have you. And um, that's cool if it works for you. But if you want to scale at all, take on employees, you know, have some kind of consistency throughout your business, you'll probably have to look into some kind of, you know, customer record management software mm -hmm. at some point. Yep. And, uh, and then, yeah, doing things like integrating this stuff or having a booking platform, all that. Um, when you're not enterprise level, like Ryan said, it's really cool to have all these free tools at your disposal. Exactly. And, these free tools exist for us because of the enterprise level. You know, that's where these guys make their money. That's why um, uh, Calendly offers a free option because they know they've got an awesome platform that works, that's worth paying for it. And there's many businesses that are happily on the paid plans because they need all the features. But that, that free option is kind of their foot in the door, right? When, to small businesses, try it out and, you know, if and when we need that extra level of, of booking service, it's very simple for us to just, you know, okay, here's the credit card and start paying for it because we're already familiar with it and uh, they've, they've got us. So it's that that freemium type of model that we're, uh, uh, maybe you guys have heard that word passed around a little bit to get, get people in the door before, uh, before they turn into a paying customer. Yeah, certainly nothing to be skeptical over because like like Ryan said, they're aiming for bigger fish anyway. They already have the infrastructure in place. So it's sort of a no-brainer to offer it to smaller guys like us and possibly yourselves. And then, uh, and then, yeah, the goodwill will obviously generate eventually in the future. Some people will sign up that wouldn't have otherwise. That's it. So... Sean and I talked about uh, uh, doing this as a recurring theme on our on our podcast here to share some cool uh, free tools with the small business world out there that you may not be familiar with. So so definitely stay tuned for for some more um, uh, recommendations from us soon. Yeah, and if anybody has any sort of tool or feature request that they want to hear about, uh, obviously at the end of every podcast we give Ryan's email. So just listen to the end, and and you can email Ryan with any any questions or anything you'd like us to talk about in future podcasts. Exactly.
If you're not satisfied with your current website or the service you get from your provider, you can switch to websites.ca for free and get a great support team behind you. Just visit business.websites.ca. That's B-U-S-I-N-E-S-S dot websites.ca or email Ryan directly at R-Y-A-N at websites.ca. Thanks for listening, guys. Catch you next time. 